those things haunt people. They haunt them forever. And then if it's you and your three siblings and they disagree and someone has to guess, I'm telling you that will tear people apart. So make sure you not only know who's in charge, you know where the paperwork is, but make sure you know what they want. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Well, in our last episode of Complete Estate Planning, we talked about what new parents need to do. We're going to flip the, the script a little bit and talk about, are you aware of your parents' estate plan? It's a, it's a question you probably haven't gotten a whole lot about because it kind of makes you uncomfortable a little bit thinking about it, number one, and then having that conversation, that actual conversation with your parents. But there are five things you need to know about your parents' estate plan. I know it's uncomfortable, but that's the topic we have to talk about here on the show. That's what we do on Complete Estate Planning. Uh, so I'll, let me welcome in Nick Rosenbauer. He is estate planning attorney and the owner at Rosenbauer Law Office uh, online at CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. I'm assuming, Nick, this is a, a conversation nobody really enjoys having. So I would assume, Nick, you know, before we get into what you need to be doing and the five things you need to know, do you encourage your clients that are setting up their estate plan to sit down with their children, assuming their children are adults and, and, and can understand what we're discussing here, but do you encourage them right away, hey, Talk through this estate plan with your children now that it's set up. Well, I think it's a good idea if you're comfortable with it. And it depends on the family. And that's something we go over all the time uh, when we finish up the plans. And the way I describe it is there is a two extremes here. One extreme is the household where it's none of your darn business. You'll find out when I'm gone, which is a household that I grew up in. And then the other extreme is extremely open, extremely transparent. Um, I know families who have given their children full copies of, of the estate plan and even had family meetings and had people, had all the kids come over for dinner one Sunday evening and gone through the plan with them. Hmm. Um, and they, and that's okay. Uh, obviously what is, what is best for one family is maybe different than what's best for another. Um, I tell them at a minimum, that the family, so the children most likely, and the people who would be in charge of settling things and have a job to do if you got sick or passed away. They need to know you have a plan in place. They need to know where you keep it. They need to know who to call, and they need to know what to do. Um, That's the bare minimum. Some people like to share more information. uh, Some don't. Now, the, the flip side of that is I have a number of clients who have elderly parents of their own, and they look at me and they say, Nick, I know when mom or dad get sick or pass away, I'm going to be the one who has to deal with the fallout. And that's where uh, the conversation comes in about making sure not only your plan's taken care of, but selfishly, and I know it's selfishly, but also to keep the peace in the family, make sure that your parents uh, have their affairs in order and make sure you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. And keep the peace, I think, is kind of the goal for you know why you want to do these things. And also just so you're aware and you can be helpful and know how to address these situations as they come about. It's not as much about being nosy and let's find out what I'm going to get from your parents. It's more or less like, hey, when we come across these situations, let me at least know 
how to handle these things and what, what your preference is for these different items. So let's run through the five things you need to know about your parents' estate plan. And, and the first one is, is pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Do your parents actually have an estate plan that's up to date? Exactly. So obviously, if they don't have a plan, that's a problem. And the the rest of uh, the uh, the rest of the items on the list here uh, don't matter until we make sure we have a plan. So if they don't have a plan in place, um, tell them to get going. And this sounds selfish on the part of the child, but this is going to make your life a lot easier, and you have something to work off of as opposed to not knowing who they want to be in charge, not knowing how they want the inheritance to go, not knowing who they want to get anything. So someone has to make the decision. And for your parents' family and their wishes and their plan and their money, I think they should be the ones making the call. So make sure they have a plan in order. Also, Ben, you made a great point. Make sure it's up to date, okay? If they have that old will from 1977, uh, when three of the four kids were young and the fourth kid wasn't even born yet and they lived in a different state and their parents, who are now deceased, were the guardians, uh, that doesn't work well anymore. I know a lot of people who worked with one-and-done attorneys who basically say, give me a check, I'll give you some documents, I'll never see you again, and th the clients don't know better. So make sure that plan is up to date. Also, make sure that their assets are coordinated with the plan. Um, most likely, they've changed jobs, changed banks, or moved at least one time since they set up that old will 40 years ago. So just because it was on target 30 years ago does not mean it's on target now, especially with all these law changes and tax changes and, and things mm -hmm. like that. So we need to make sure we have a plan. We need to make sure it's up to date. Otherwise, you're stuck and you won't really be able to take care of their affairs. Okay. So let's assume that your parents do have an estate plan. It is up to date. They've got it accurate the way they want it. The next thing you need to figure out is, is where they keep their documents, right? Why is it important to know where their estate plan documents actually are? You're exactly right. So the scenario I will give, well, think about this. There are some situations where it could be an emergency and we need to get access to their documents right away. Let's say your mom has a heart attack and she's in the ICU. Okay, we might not have two weeks to rummage through the house and find their estate plan and call the old lawyer and wait for the lawyer to call back and see if he can check his file and then get uh, their health care power of attorney over to the doctor. Um, so after two weeks in the hospital, someone finally has the ability to make decisions on their behalf. Okay, so if there's a health emergency, we need to be able to get to the paperwork right away. Okay, the healthcare directives or the documents that allow you to take care of your parents, they don't work well if you can't find them. It's very difficult for the family to execute the plan and take care of your loved ones if they have no idea where it is. Or going back to our first one, what if we don't even know if mom or dad has a plan? Well, now I, I, I'm now now we're ghost hunting. Okay, now we're looking True. for something that we don't know don't even know if we have in an emergency we don't know if we should be spending our time looking for something uh, we need to make sure we know where it is and we need to make sure someone can get to it in a pinch um, so one of the things I've run across is people find out their parents put all their paperwork in a safe deposit box and no one can get into it or they put it all in a large safe 
and no one knows the combination. Okay, same situation applies. If we can't get our hands on it and get it to the doctor or the bank, et cetera, then it doesn't work very well. Okay. Well, let's just use that same example you were just talking about. Let's say you have a family member that gets sick, your parents get sick, and you know it's a serious situation. That takes us to our next point. What happens if your parents get sick? Understanding that process, right? Exactly. So you should obviously know where your parents' documents that allow someone to take care of them if they get sick. You need to know where they are so they can be used. You also need to know who's in charge of making those decisions when your parents can't make the decisions for themselves. So the last thing you want is, I'm one of three children, so if my dad were to get sick, it wouldn't work out very well if my brother, my sister, and I rushed to the hospital uh, while my dad got there in an ambulance, and then we look at each other and we don't know who's supposed to make decisions. Okay, that's not good, so we need to make sure we know who's in charge. Also, it's a good idea to have this discussion with your parents about their wishes for medical treatment, end-of-life scenarios, etc. Good idea to do that before they're laying in the hospital bed, mind you, okay? While they are not under pressure, while they are not maybe, you know, kind of losing their mental abilities or maybe they're scared or they're worried that they may pass away soon or maybe they're drifting in and out of consciousness, etc. To give an example, very sad, I know when my mother passed away, um, there were some situations and some decisions my father had to make uh, regarding her treatment towards the end of life. And luckily, my parents had sat down and talked to each other. And so my father knew when the doctor says, you know, we can go with this treatment option. I don't know if it will work. It's rather harsh. We can try it. What would you like to do? Good thing my father knew uh, my mother does want these measures taken. My mother does not want these other measures taken. Those things haunt people. They haunt them forever. And then if it's you and your three siblings and they disagree and someone has to guess, I'm telling you that will tear people apart. So make sure you not only know who's in charge, you know where the paperwork is, but make sure you know what they want. Okay. So do you know if your uh, parents would want um, to be placed on a ventilator? Do you know if they would want artificial life support if they uh, were non-responsive or if they were in a vegetative state? Um, if their heart stops, do you know if uh, they would want extreme measures used to bring them back, uh, the paddles and, and the shock and things like that? Okay, So when their heart stops, it, it's too late to spend four hours thinking about um, and having a deep uh, discussion with the rest of the family about what they want. Okay, so know those answers going in. And also don't do that to your parents where they're sitting there in the hospital bed and, and they may have days to live. Obviously, if you have to, you have to, but it's a whole lot better to have that conversation before it becomes an emergency. And I'm sure a lot of people right now with the, the health crisis we're dealing with, you know, that becomes even more important to, to have these things on your list and, and know how to answer these questions when they come up. And it takes us to our fourth one and, and one that, you know, we don't obviously like to think about, but when our parents pass away, there's going to be that, that conversation within the family, especially if there's multiple siblings, right? Who's going to settle the, the estate. And, and that can cause some problems if you don't, if, not, if everybody's not on the same page, I would, I would imagine. Exactly. And it depends. Look, some families, and I, I hope the best for everyone. Obviously, this isn't the case 
every time, but some families, everyone has great relationships. Everyone get along very well. There's no jealousy or anger or resentment between them. And that's great. Um, but this is not a time for surprises. Okay. I will tell you that someone will have to be responsible for settling your parents' estate, carrying out their wishes after they pass away. It can be a lot of work. I'll be honest with you, depending on the type of plan, the complexity, whether it's a good plan, a bad plan, will trust, you know, a whole lot of assets versus not a lot of assets. Also, family dynamics have to be taken into consideration here. One of the things that I ask, and, and a lot of attorneys, you know, who are just trying to rush people through and get them out the door and on the assembly line on to the next one, won't ask this. I ask how the relationship between the children are. Okay, if we have three kids that hate each other, I don't know if it's a good idea to pick public enemy number one to be in charge of settling the estate or perhaps choosing an estate plan that requires cooperation. Okay, if there's relationship trouble between the children, or let's say the person who's in charge of everything has a lot on their plate. Maybe we're talking about your parents and your older sister has uh, a disabled child and you know she has health problems of her own and, and she's out of the country and she travels a lot for work. Maybe that's not the right person to be in charge of settling the estate. Okay, or if we have someone who doesn't get along with the rest of the family and they're the black sheep or, or what have you, maybe they're not the right person to be in charge. Okay, also, if there are relationship issues, maybe it's not a good idea to subject one of the children to playing middleman. Okay, if they have to uh, deal with fights or issues or get in the middle of two or three of the children of their siblings. Sometimes it might be best to have a third party handle handle the estate, whether it's a family member, a friend, or they have professional trustees out there. You can have a bank or a brokerage house or something like that handle it as well. They certainly charge a fee, but there's no emotions. And what I tell people is let the bank be the bad guy. Okay. If everyone hates the trust officer or hates the bank, that does not cause drama at the dinner table when the family still gets together for Thanksgiving. Okay, that's a whole lot different than one of the children being in the crosshairs um, and ruining the family relationship after you pass away. So that's another thing. It's a good idea to not have surprises and make sure that given the situation, we know who's in charge. This, again, goes back to making sure the plan's up to date. Maybe the right person to be in charge 15 years ago is not the right person to be in charge today. So that also needs to be considered. Right. The last consideration you need to make too is uh, who can you call for help when when an issue comes up like this? That's the fifth thing you need to know about. Exactly. So your parents and everyone, frankly, should have a team of professionals that are familiar with them. They understand their situation and have helped get their affairs in order. Ideally, they will have a trusted attorney, they'll have a trusted accountant to handle the taxes, and they'll have a trusted financial advisor who have handled the finances. It's a good idea to make sure you have their contact information for their team. Also, if the family doesn't have a team, or if your parents don't have a team of professionals, you need to make sure you have one and you have people that can help you. Uh, one of the things we do a lot is I have situations where my clients call me and say that maybe one of their parents has got sick or passed away, and maybe I didn't do the plan, that's okay, 
uh, but we can still help people um, settle the estate. So if uh, the person who's in charge, so if a client of mine uh, who knows me and has a relationship with us and knows how we operate, and all of a sudden they find out they are the power of attorney for their mom or dad, or they're in charge of settling things, a lot of times they will call us and say, Nick and, and your team, I'd like you to help me out here uh, and handle the estate. So we need to know who we can call when that happens. Um, also, from a tax standpoint, we need to know who's been handling their taxes. And from a financial standpoint, it's good to know who's been handling their finances and, and know what uh, mom and dad's wishes were. Okay, make sure you have people that you can call when the time comes. Maybe it's your parents' attorney and advisor. And if not, make sure at least your attorney or your advisor will be able to help you out for your parents' estate. And some attorneys won't do it. Some attorneys say, um, I didn't do their plan. I'm not helping, which I, I think is wrong. You know, we're always here to help as best we can. So I have a number of situations like that. And I tell my clients, I say, if you have any questions, whether it's your plan or a situation where you're in charge of taking care of someone else's estate, give me a call. So that way they know something happens, uh, they can call. Because you only deal with losing your parents one to two times in your life. Okay, this is not something that most people day to day have a whole lot of experience with. And having lost uh, my mother and kind of been in the front seat for when all that happened. And those of you listening who have lost a parent or a spouse know what I'm talking about. You're usually not thinking clearly. Okay. So you're probably not in the mood or in the capacity to make decisions and learn and understand what's going on. I'll be honest with you. Uh, one of the times um, after my mother passed away and I'm driving back and forth to the hospital or the funeral home, things like that, this is very sad, but I had a time where I got lost driving home to my own house. Hmm. Um, just didn't have any capacity left, you know, and, and it's really nice when your brain is kind of frazzled like that. It's nice to be able to call someone that you know and that you trust and have a relationship with and who, you know, not that we don't care, but who, you know, can, uh, who can kind of be reliable um, and level-headed and maybe not as shaken as you are, and you can lean on for advice. So it's always good to make sure you can do that as opposed to finding the paperwork, mom and dad pass away, and looking at your siblings and saying, now what? Okay, that's not the right time to feel alone. I was just thinking, if if, if somebody knows that you're their, their parents' uh, estate planning attorney, can they, I mean, how much information can you divulge to them without like going through their parents first. Like if somebody listens this, this episode and says, okay, I want to try to check these things off the list. Can they just come to you directly before speaking with their parents? Good question. So it depends on if the parents are still alive and still have their wits about them. If the parents are still alive and they're still competent, then I can't divulge confidential information to the children without the parents' permission. Now, Usually I call them up and say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, um, your son called me and asked some questions and wanted in some information and to know what needs to be done. Would you be comfortable if I had a conversation with him and went through that? They say yes or no. Now, on the flip side, when someone is incapacitated, okay, so if mom or dad are sick or if they pass away, 
And then it changes a little bit because perhaps I may represent the person taking care of them uh, at that point. And if that's the case, um, then I'm certainly able to help because obviously when one of my clients pass away, if the children are named the executors or the trustees, you know, I don't refuse to take them. I'm, I'm probably uh, in as good a shape to help them get through the estate as anyone. But at that point, the clients have passed away um, and that's different. Okay. So, okay. I, and also if someone were to get sick and someone is just calling to say, I need to step up, I need to know what I can do and can't do to, to take care of mom and dad. Um, in that case, I'm usually able to help. Um, so when it's time to take care of or help mom or dad, I can help. But if mom and dad are healthy and doing just fine, I would need permission uh, from mom and dad to divulge any information to them, which usually it's not an issue if it's coming from a good place. But if that's the case, call me and we'll just have to get on the phone with my clients and make sure it's okay. Okay. Good to know. So a lot of information and process there, but these are all five important things that you need to know about your parents, the state plan. If you haven't had that conversation, it's not easy, but you know, it can be very, very beneficial for you and for them uh, if you do get in any of these circumstances and you need to know this information quickly and in a timely fashion. But if you want to talk more about this topic or whatever is on your mind in terms of estate planning, Nick is always available for you. You can contact him by phone at 513-463-6789, or you can just set up an appointment online on his website, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. Just go to the Contact Us button at the top of the page. It'll pull up his calendar. You can pick a time uh, to set up a consultation for you and your family as well. So Nick, I appreciate the conversation. Uh, this one, you know, it's a tough conversation to have, but uh, it's definitely important for you and for uh, your entire family. Absolutely. And I'm a big fan of no surprises in general. So I, I like to make sure that my clients know what's going on. They know how things will go when they get sick. They know how things will go when they pass. They know how things will go if there is a what-if scenario and things go off the main path. And it's also good, like I said, if something happens to someone that you care about, that's not a good time for surprises. Uh, and I think you would agree with that. So it, it's good to be as prepared as you can because it is hard enough, even if you are prepared, to deal with uh, taking care of a loved one if they're sick or deal with the loss of a loved one. Um, so it doesn't need, don't make it any harder than it needs to be. Okay. It's good to be prepared. It's good to know what you're dealing with. Are things going to be okay? Is the plan in place? Can someone take care of mom or dad? And is this going to be smooth after they pass away or is it going to be a disaster? And my siblings and I are going to get in a fight. Okay. So yeah. no surprises. Um, you don't need that stress when you already have the stress of losing a loved one. Surprises are good for a birthday, not good for an estate plan, right? Yes, much. sir. You're exactly right. And you have a birthday uh, coming up, so uh, hopefully you'll get to enjoy that. Well, Nick, let's close out this episode of Complete Estate Planning. It's been another good show, another uh, very informational show, educational as well, and uh, I appreciate your time. But remember, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. You can do so on whatever podcasting app you, you choose to use. We, we're there on all the, the major apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn all of them. You can find us there, but hit subscribe and you'll have that next episode delivered to you. Every other week, we'll have a new episode for you. So look forward to the next conversation, Nick. Until that time, uh, take care. Okay. You too, Ben. It's uh, always a pleasure.
The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.